Ladies and gentlemen, what? No, no, no. You're listening to, how do we do it? You're listening to Forging the Employee Experience. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. You are listening to Forging the Employee Experience. Son of a. (laughs) You are listening to Forging Employee Experience. I'm Alexander Noren, joined here by Josh Dream, who's laughing at me for how poorly I do the introductions. Josh, how are you? You know, episode 22, we're getting there. (laughs) We're getting there. English is hard, it's not my fault. It's only my first language, okay? I've I've been been working on it for a couple of decades. Yeah, no one taught you grammar when you were a kid, man. You just learned how to speak. What what kind of learning was that? I don't know. You know what, all I know is words are hard, but we are so happy, listeners, that you're joining us for this Reforge episode as we have the opportunity to talk a little bit about what Tayo Roxon told us. Tayo is amazing if you haven't listened to this episode stop now and go listen to it because yeah, he's it better than us so good sure. he's, it, his stories and his message on mm-hmm. diversity and inclusion is awesome we, we pulled out some great stuff that we're just going to recap right now yeah absolutely i one of the things you know he 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 did us a great service about helping us see his journey getting getting to where he is today and and that was so wonderful because frankly a huge portion of his message, I think, is embedded in his journey. Mm-hmm. And and it was wonderful to see how, you know, he, he doesn't understand this from strictly an academic standpoint, but he gets it because he lived it. You know, I love the piece. He, he talked about being a hidden immigrant in, in, <laughs> in Nigeria, his in his own country. And, and, and that just says to me, like, we... I, I think sometimes we try so hard to, to get away from the stereotypes that we make, but, but even in our own group, our own population... You know, are, are there stereotypes? Are we labeling? Are we doing something such that we are marginalizing somebody else's experience or someone else's background because, because we are assuming something? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. And it, like communication is such a big piece of this, right. especially with social media. Mm-hmm. There's just like a level of communication that's not happening there because you're posting the picture of the best of the best. And right. Is that really a representation of right. what the story is? Right. I, I've been victim of like being happy for a second, yeah, yeah. and then like get, going back get to your being kids like, and stop crying for five seconds. Take a picture. <laughs> Everybody's happy, and then, and then there you go. Right? right, the way that he said it was so awesome. He said, "All there are so many tools to connect, but still we we still focus on the disconnection, which is right. diversity and not understanding each other, and and there's just a huge disconnect there. It it really made me think about this diversity and inclusion. Like, okay, so am I am I doing what's comfortable to me just because it's comfortable? Or am I opening up, you know, that that comfort blanket, if you will, yeah. to to not include people because it's it's different. different, right? It's it's a hard it's a hard space to navigate. And and when we talk about diversity and inclusion, it, it's important to to recognize that um, we're talking about being aware and cognizant of people as they really are, and and what that means is there's an element of vulnerability there for mm-hmm. everybody. And as we try to navigate that and, and, and build an area of diversity and inclusion, I think we can be a little bit hesitant sometimes because we're, we're afraid for a couple of things. One, for our own you know, exposure to the unknown, right? Exposure to something that is different from us. And, and then two, how do, we, how do we navigate something that's different in a way that is not going to showcase our, um, our ignorance, perhaps, or inexperience in cultivating uh, a diverse and uh, inclusive workspace in particular. Yeah, did, did you hear him totally destroy the golden rule? I was, did you catch that? That was amazing. Dude, okay. I loved it. Let's just reforge that right now. You yeah. know, the golden rule, treat others how you want to be treated. He said, you know what? Not necessarily. Let's treat others how they want to be treated because how you right. want to be treated is, might be different from right. the way that they want to be treated. And so let's just be a little bit more aware. 
And that's so profound because I think we all see that in our meaningful relationships, right? Any meaningful relationship you have, you know that you cannot treat your best friend, your spouse, uh, your, your partner. You can't treat them the exact same as you want to be treated because they're different. And, and we get that, I think, on a really intimate level because, you know, we're very close with people. But it's the same thing mm -hmm. for the work phase. It's the same thing for people we don't know. Don't treat someone the way you want to be treated just because that's what you think. But take the time and invest in understanding about that person such that you can treat them in a way that is unique. To that's that. right. Listeners, just live the platinum rule. The platinum. Oh, this well, above gold, platinum. baby. <laughs> we're way past gold. Yeah, this is uh, platinum status. Delta, man. There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, and there are some interesting things in there they talked about, you know, like right. diversity in the workplace. I love the ego piece. He, he mm -hmm. talked a lot about, you know, we got to break down the ego because it's step one. Right? It's, it's hard to lead when you're stuck. I've been telling you that for years. Break right. down the ego. Dude, I don't I'm know what's so your problem. Awesome. <laughs> I, why don't you just get on my level? <laughs> I try. The latter, I, yeah, I'm missing some rungs. No, but that's, that's absolutely right. That, that ego piece, um, you know, he, he mentioned it being step one. You got to start with check the ego at the door and be ready to change and ready to make a difference. And as we do that, um, you know, it'll, there'll be bumps, some bumps in the road, but that's okay. Cause that's part of the journey. And we don't need to be afraid of making a mistake as long as we are humble enough to admit the mistakes and continue to try to be better. Mm. Dude. Good. And another thing that I thought was fascinating was just a little, a little phrase that he used to talk about our interactions with each other. He often, he, he categorized things in the workplace as humanizing events. And I thought that was particularly insightful because instead of saying, um, you know, the company party is a morale booster. It, yeah, and, and it may be, and that's great. But, but really, if we think about the things that we do in the workplace for our employees and for each other as humanizing events, as opportunities for us to see the human and everybody else, not just a coworker, not just someone that does a job, but rather somebody that is a human with their own uniqueness that we can become aware of and we can grow closer to as we get together in whatever event that is. He listed off a bunch. But the idea of, of structuring and being intentional about having these humanizing events, I thought was amazing. Yeah, and it, is, it kind of makes me think of that example he gave very quickly when he taught, we were talking about diversity and inclusion. He's saying that's the difference between holding the dance and inviting people between, right. besides actually getting them to dance. Actually, Howard Ross says that the inclusion piece is letting the people out there dancing actually choose the music right. and be an active role right. in what that humanizing of the, of the culture of the company actually looks like. Yeah. And if I was putting on a party, I would love that because I hate picking up the music because you're always worried about what people will think of you. So really, I mean, it's, it's everybody <laughs> wins. Everybody wins with diversity. That's and inclusion. right. Uh, it, it, for reals, go check out his book. You can pre-order it now. It comes out in September. Yeah. Uh, really great read. We're excited about it. And um, he's, yeah. he's awesome. Be like him will all be a better place. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this Reforge episode and we will see you next time. Peace out.